Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again. E-Society Podcast. We talk TV and movies, comics, collecting sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 252. And today we'll be talking about TV, including The Lincoln Lawyer, Bosch, and Angeline. Movies including Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. And as always, the week in sports, the week in Funko and collecting, weekly Star Wars moment, and our weekly random movie and song recommendations. But before I go any further, it's the Nez! Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? I'm back in Killer Cali. If you follow the Instagram stuff and Facebook and all that. Uh, I mentioned I was going out to Oklahoma to do another live show at the Venue Shrine in Tulsa, Oklahoma. With uh, some awesome podcasters. Uh, Shout out to King Castro. Uh, He's the one that put on this whole thing. He's from uh, With All Due Respect podcast. uh, As well as Josh from Toke Signals. And uh, Big Russ from uh, Okie Podcast. We're supposed to have a couple other guys. We're supposed to have a couple other guys. But uh, just life gets in the way. And um they couldn't uh, make the show, but well, I'm sure we'll do it again, so they can uh, come come out for that one. Uh, shout out to uh, Tyler and Isaiah. Uh, you guys just get better, man. We'll see you guys next time. Oh, also shout out to Joe and Alex from uh, Soul Tap. Uh, it's S O L T A P, and this stands for So Let's Talk About Podcast. Uh, all of us were live on stage at the venue shrine. And oh man, it was awesome. Uh, kind of had an idea what to do, but let just went out the door as soon as the mics came on. <laughs> and oh, we just sense. we usually just, does. <laughs> we just went for it. Talked about this, talked about that. Uh, got some little uh, crowd participation. Uh, but um, Soul Tap, they uh, they started off the show. Joe and Alex, uh, these two sisters, they started off the show. And uh, before um, the show started, they were kind of walking around the room asking people to write um, uh, questions uh, down on, on pieces of paper talking about, uh, yeah, you know, just write a topic down. So I wrote skateboarding and then it kind of went from there. And they were just answering everybody's uh, shows or uh, everybody's questions. So, but. Um, it it was cool, man. We had a good time. They they did they did what they did on sh- on stage. There was like no breaks in between. It was like as soon as they were done, we went right on. So uh, Josh and uh, Russ and I, we went up and just did did uh, what we did and just had a good time. Um, the audio's coming. I believe Russ recorded it all as well as Josh. So someone will give me the audio stuff. But so we did what we had to do, and then. Uh, Gav and King Castro got up there and uh, started their show. Uh, I was like pounding water when I was on stage. So uh, when we were done, I ran to the to the restroom really quick. 
And then while I was in there, I heard Magnus get up here. I was like, "Oh man, what's going on?" So I had to hurry up and uh, and run back <laughs> out there. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh no!" So I just ran out there real quick. We all, all of us, we were all up there uh, for their show. So, but uh, it was a good time. We kind of laughed around. They kind of interviewed me, interviewed me a little. Just uh, wanted to know who I was and and all that. So. Talked about the regular show and then talked about East Society and everything else that we're a part of and all those spinoff shows and the yeah, East yeah. Society multiverse and, and everything. So. Right. <laughs> but it was cool, man. We, we had, I had a really good time. I was only there for that day. I mean, flew out there most of the day. Uh, got to the sh- got Oh, I got there. Russ picked me up. Um, we went back to his house and he got interviewed by... Someone I cannot remember what they were called. Um, oh, it was uh, the Tulsa the Tulsa Show Live. Um, what the heck was this guy's name? Todd Atkins. He's uh, he, he he interviews people and uh, puts it all on Instagram and I believe um, the Facebook and and what have you. So uh, he was interviewing Russ, and then Russ kind of mentioned me because we were doing the live show. So I was on, uh, I was in there just like really quick. Um, but uh, it was cool. I just we were talking about UFC stuff, and I just kind of gave my little two cents on uh, on the subject. But uh, that was cool. And then we went to the show, did the whole show, and uh, ended the night at um, Waffle House. And by then I was wrecked. As soon as I got back to the house, boom! I, I was I was done. I was I was still tired yeah, from bet, from the time changes and and the plane rides and everything. Right, but right, I had I had a I had a good time. Man. I had a blast. Just as much fun as the last time. Uh, shout out to everybody that came out. That that was really cool. Uh, to meet more people, meet uh, get some more connections. I got a. Uh, invite to come back uh, the next time we do another live show and then um, uh, I can't remember her name um, she has a show and she was talking to me and asked me if uh, I would like uh, Trisha that was her name um, she's got a show and she wanted to talk about um, yeah just what what we what I do and what we do it's not just going to be a me it's going to be like a bunch of people all uh, sitting around and around the table with mics and uh, all just having a big conversation. But uh, that was really cool to get that invite. And um, I met this one guy, uh, Dan Warrior, I believe. He's an actor and I think he does uh, catering or some cooking or something like that. I can't remember what he said. He, he worked on the uh, Reservation Dog show. Ooh, uh, awesome. He did. I think he was like catering or something like that. He was like one of the helpers. So still awesome. <laughs> he was. He was. I was talking to him, and he was. He was laughing around, telling us uh, stories of uh, last season compared to what they're doing now. I, I, he said the first season was more just real loose and everybody just having a good time, but this season has been a little more tight with um, the scheduling and everything. Um. I think he he does these were this is kind of what he was saying he was saying well I, he goes he thinks it's just because the show did so good um, they got a bigger budget this season so now they're probably penny pinching 
on this needs to be done here. This is how how long you have, and just get it done. Because mm-hmm. Disney runs Hulu and FX and everything, right. so right. Yeah. so uh, maybe they just didn't think it was gonna hit, but it did. So now they're putting more well, of a budget, <laughs> more of a budget into it and everything. And he he just told us some other fun stories and everything. And he he went. And uh, ate with us at Waffle House. And I, I hung out with him for a little bit when he was telling me stuff. And he was showing me uh, pictures. He did, a, he's do, he, he did a movie with Danny Trejo. I can't remember what he called it. it it's not out yet. And uh, and he did another movie. He showed me a video. Um, it was him and some other Indian guys beating up these, I don't know, they were crackheads or whatever. But <laughs> he was cool. He had long hair. He's really tall. He's like six something. Uh, I think he's taller than you. And then oh, uh, yeah. he was, it was cool. Though. He was fighting, beating the hell out of somebody and it was all slow motion. So I thought that was awesome. And then, uh, what else did he show? Oh, he, he was talking about a lot of different things. He started off one topic and then slid into his acting to reservation dogs and all kinds of other things. I mean, I, I was talking to all kinds of people, but I was listening uh, to him, so that was really cool, and what he said. I mean, the, the thing that made me laugh is uh, uh, he was saying that scene um, when they were in the dispensary, when uh, Uncle, uh, oh, what the hell is his name, Brownie? We, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, when they were smoking weed, they said that was all real. I was wow. like, I was like, what, really? Wow. <laughs> you know, this is this is what he said. I, I don't know how truthful it is to it, but uh, that's season one, though. That, yeah, that, that might be harder to get away with season two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, uh, his stories were cool, and uh, I, I got to reach out to him again and see uh, what movies he. The, the, the 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 video he showed me of the movie he did. I got to see. Uh, I can't. I can't remember what it, what it was called. Um, what else? Um, yeah, that was it. That was all pretty much one day, and then I flew home uh, the next day, and it was. I got home no problem. I made every flight I was supposed to get on, but it was just some some of it was stuck in the middle seats, and I'm like, that's it. I need to lose like way more weight. So I don't because I was like holding my arms in, sitting in the middle, and there was another big dude that got on the plane like right like after me. And uh, they were like struggling. I guess the, the planes were full. There was like no seats. Man, I'm a big guy, but I wasn't as big as him. And I was right. like, man, how, how the heck did he sit? Now he sat in the aisle seat, and I'm pretty sure he was hanging out in the aisle. But yeah. oh, um, shout out to I think it was the first flight I took Thursday. I flew from Reno to Denver. Um, the, I remember the girl in the front. She, her name was Angie. She was really cool. Uh, I talked to her when I was flying around. But then there was um, uh, two women uh, in the back, and uh, man, they, uh, Angie and I can't remember. There, I know the, the girl in front's name Angie, and there was another lady in the back. Her name was Angie, and then it was I can't remember the other lady's name. When we were coming into Denver. It was like super bumpy, and I was, I'm not good with turbulence. And uh, I was riding fourth seat. Fourth seat means I sit in the back with the flight attendants. So I'm just like, oh, sitting next to Angie, and I'm just like, whoa. And it was, they were like, ah, oh, this is nothing. And I'm sure they're used to it. I mean, they fly all over the country. I'm not sure they had their share of, of bumpy rides, but me who, 
it's bumpy not all the time it's bumpy every time i fly but not not like this because the pilot mm-hmm. said yeah you guys all better sit down it's gonna get rough flying into denver and it was it was pretty windy flying into there but i was like oh man i was just uh, i didn't feel sick or anything but i was just like more scared if anything and angie was like rubbing my shoulder like it's all right it's all right this yeah, is nothing it's hard not to be really you just yeah. can't do anything about it it's like with you <laughs> She was like, this is nothing. Don't don't worry about it. And I, I was like, oh, I was trying to be like, all right. But then it was, it, oh, man, it, it was it was rough. To me, it was rough. It probably wasn't rough. I've had some the, of those for sure. To them. But uh, she, or both of them, they kind of, it's all right. It's all right. They were just, you good? You good? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. And once we got closer to the ground, the the wind wasn't as bad, and then we landed, and I was. Uh, right. <laughs> and they, they were yep. like, "See, no problem. You're all right. You're all right." <laughs> I was like, "Uh, one of the ladies, you need one of these bags that you can throw up." I said, "No, no, I'm good." <laughs> but, uh, oh man, there, it was it was it was rough. But then I was like, oh, I was all freaking out about the next flight, like flying out of Denver. Uh but once I got on, it, it was nothing. It was, there was no problem. So. Denver all the way to Tulsa it was good. It, it might have got bumpy like for a second or two, but nothing, nothing like when I was flying into Denver. And flying home there, that nah, there was nothing. It was it was fine. They were saying when we were leaving Tulsa because it was windy that they go, "I might be a rough ride, so everyone hang on." Um, because we flew Tulsa to Phoenix, then Phoenix to Long Beach, then Long Beach to Reno, and I was like, "Oh <laughs> man, it was." <laughs> that that that, that haul home was uh, was a little long, and I, I stopped in Long Beach, and I was hungry. I didn't need anything but a little pack of mixed pretzels and whatever else is in that little thing on the plane. Um, I ate a twenty dollar burrito <laughs> at the airport. I was starving, and that was pretty much all there was. So uh, it was good, but it wasn't worth twenty dollars. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, made it there, no problem. Made it back, no problem. Had a really good time. Met a, made a lot of new connections and met other people. So that that was really cool. Had a, had an awesome time. Can't wait to to go back uh, again. Shout out to King Castro, and uh, for putting it all on, brother man. You rock. Thank you so much uh, for the invite. I definitely got to get them on the show at some point. Oh, uh, before the no Tuesday night, I did an interview on uh classic wolf podcast with uh robin jackson uh i think he says it's going to come out sometime later later this week uh he's a few episodes into the game so uh, i think he's uh episode 20 i believe that's the yeah, yeah let me yeah episode 20 so i don't know i'm gonna be somewhere in the 20s but uh he was really cool he was a uh, friend of Russ, and then he reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to come on the show? I was like, yeah, sure. So I went on there and told my story on uh, how we started it all and then how we split into E-Society and everything. So uh, never leave uh, everyone out. Uh, so, but yeah, he's going to come on eventually at some point. Uh, I got to interview him, and then I said, yeah, man, we got E-Society, so you can definitely come on there. Uh, he's a collector. Because he was talking about all the stuff that he right. collects and everything. So, at some point, well, we'll get him on here. But as far as that, everyone, um, this is going to be the Zisu show. Because 
that is all I have to talk about. <laughs> I'm sure I'll chime in. Yeah, uh, with yeah, some, with some of his stuff. So, um, with, I'm mainly with, yeah, I'm mainly gonna ask you questions about the shows. So uh, it probably won't be too long. Um, one of the things while we uh, started this recording were just under an hour away from uh, Game 3 in the Western Conference Finals, uh, Warriors-Mavericks, the series shifts to Dallas. And uh, TNT, they're there on the road, just like they were uh, in the Bay. And uh, for this one, it was interesting. As we were recording, it, it started. And uh, Barkley, who's uh, big time against the Bay Area, so he's, you know, been uh, riding the Mavericks his whole time. Uh, he wasn't there on set when they started. And then, interestingly enough, not on his own, obviously led by people, he came in on a horse. <laughs> they brought him through the crowd of people on a horse. They led him down there. and So that was pretty funny. And uh, they, all the guys were uh, gifted uh, cowboy boots. So Shaq and Ernie had them on and uh, took... Uh, 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 Kenny a minute to put him on, but once he did, him and Shaq did this like square dance thing. <laughs> so pretty funny start. <laughs> you see that video I sent you of the Warriors? Yeah, fans? I did, and I saw it like <laughs> right after it happened too. I saw it via all the Warriors stuff I follow on uh, Twitter. So I saw it. Then in there, even before I, you know, TMZ got their hands on it, and I'm not surprised. If he worked somewhere else, he'd probably be in trouble. But it's different at TNT. He has a little more of a rope to do something like that. Like if he was at ESPN, I think they'd probably have no choice. But oh, you're suspended, this and that. But eh, it's different at TNT, and also he's on his last contract. When this contract runs out here in a season or two, he's he said he's done, so, and I believe him. <laughs> was that on um during like a commercial break or? It was right before they were going to start. They was the same oh. thing with the <laughs> the game. Uh, you know, tips at like six. So at five o'clock they go live. So right before five, they're out there getting ready, and that's when it happened. So it was like right before they started going. So, but. Yeah, obviously, and then in turn, it works well once you get out here to Dallas. You know, Barkley's a hero who's been <laughs> with the Mavericks uh, all the all the time. Obviously, like he's always. It's just it's not even new. It's like this goes back to. Uh, I remember, like, and even you know, the internet was still not like it even is now. Um, in the We Believe years, uh, 2006, 2007, when I was living in the Bay Area, uh, that was the We Believe Warriors team that upset the one seed Mavericks that year. And I remember, like, it seemed like every day in the paper there was this story about, like, Barkley against the Bay and stuff. So it's, it's definitely not new. I'm sure it goes back even to, you know, his playing days in the 90s. So uh, he's had a long beef. With the Bay Area, <laughs> damn! I, <laughs> I was just other than the stuff that you were telling me, and and then I saw these videos that were coming out, and we deserve to suffer. Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, what game is this tonight? This is Game Three, the first game on the road. Uh, 
for the Warriors uh, here in these West Finals, the Mavericks at home. And uh, obviously they're here for a reason. They're talented. They got the talent. A lot of people would say he's like they got the best player left in the thing. Obviously, Steph is a legend. But uh, as far as a young player, Luka Doncic is really well respected. He's on the way up, uh, you know, red hot rising star. Like he's had near... 40 if not over both the first two games of the series and the thing is why you can't count dallas out is they were in the same position last round against the one seed phoenix suns suns were up 2-0 going to dallas and mavericks came all the way back and won four of the next five games so uh dallas definitely has it in them i expect they'll get either tonight or the next game Obviously, the Warriors fan in me wants the Warriors just to finish this, get ready for the uh, finals, because the team coming out of the East, like that's actually what's nice about facing this Mavericks team. They're not a physical team, and whoever's coming out of the East, both very physical teams. And luckily, they're beating each other up, though, right now, the Celtics and the Heat. Uh, but yeah, they're very defensive-minded, you know, tough teams. So <laughs> they can uh, continue to beat each other up, hopefully, for seven games. Miami's up 2-1, surprisingly. Um, I, I thought Boston uh, was going to take game three, and uh, it seems like uh, you just can't call it in that series. So, But, yeah, yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, game three here tonight in Dallas. <laughs> Another thing interesting. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Is that your sports rap? <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. Right. basically um, the one last thing, though, I, I don't know if you saw this. It's pretty interesting. The Mavs bench continues to accrue fines, and it just goes up. And obviously, it's meaningless for uh, Mark Cuban, owner of the Mavericks, who you would know from his other stuff, like Shark Tank and whatnot. But... Um, like it started twenty five thousand, fifty thousand. The last, this most recent find, a hundred thousand. The Mavs bench has been like standing all game, and you can get up and players can celebrate. But the Mavs bench has been up, and there's been a few times where like it was really like, oh man, that's that's kind of messed up. Um, one of the guys when they were at the game two. Uh, Warriors were in their white jerseys and one guy on the uh, Mavericks bench, he was standing up there and he was wearing like all white and Steph flung it over. He thought that was a Warriors player over in the corner, but it was a Mavs player standing. So uh, the thing is too, Mark Cuban, I guess, is like almost tweeting like in mock of it like they're not going to stop and he's going to keep paying the fine. So it's kind of a weird situation. <laughs> Because he was like, like, oh, this Mavs bench is out of control, he tweets today. So, obviously, sarcastically. <laughs> Dang. But, eh, it's interesting. Where, where, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> where is this? Is it an arena somewhere? Or, uh, where? Yeah, in, American Airlines Arena. Is that like yeah. downtown? or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they did like an aerial shot I just saw. And yeah, there's a good amount of people come out. I was interested to see. And then, yeah, like I said, it was funny. Uh, they led Chuck on a horse through the 
the crowd. And then, of course, TNT, if you've ever watched, you know they do. They actually go to, like, Twitter and pull up, like, people's memes and stuff. And there are all these memes of people, how the horse was, like, freaking out, seeing that Chuck was going to ride him. And after Chuck got off him, the horse wanted to go to sleep and everything. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Damn. Anyways, ready to get into a little of these shows i have uh really quick let's kick off star wars uh moment when did when did all these new tv spots come out for obi-wan uh they've been dropping here over the the past week See, they've been slowly dropping i don't watch regular tv and yeah <laughs> that's so. that's where i get it during these uh NBA games that I've been watching, which, uh, by the way, tomorrow, game four of uh, the Eastern Finals on ESPN, Maverick, or not Mavericks, uh, Celtics Heat, uh, the new Thor Love and Thunder trailer is going to drop. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm watching these um, Obi-Wan trailers. Uh, a couple scenes that are new, some new dialogue, but nothing... Yeah, a lot of the same. Yeah, same. nothing really exciting yet. A little more of Darth Vader, but uh, no helmet yet. Don't spoil it for me yet. I, I just watched the second one, so now I'm clicking on the third one. Well, what's and crazy is we're only days away from it. It's mind-blowing to me. And did you know, uh, big week, not only do we get Kenobi that day, we get Stranger Things that day, which I don't know if you saw um, how I, I don't think this is the final season. I thought they had one after this, but maybe I'm wrong. But they decide I don't know if you saw they decided to go big this year. And like the final three episodes are longer than movies. Did you see that? The Stranger Things? Yeah. I haven't seen anything from that. Okay, well, now I'm just saying, like, I don't know anything about the story. Honestly, I saw some of the pops. I, there's this uh, new guitar player that's exclusive Target that I saw, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and honestly, the rest of the pops, I was like, man, these are really plain. Like, they, none of them really holding anything. So I was like, huh. Um, but yeah, supposedly, uh, let me dig it up here. The... One of the persons behind it was uh, the guy that directed uh, the Adam Project and Free Guy. And supposedly these uh, Stranger Things episodes are longer than those films. Yeah, here you go. Episode 7, 1 hour 38 minutes. Episode 8, 1 hour 25 minutes. And episode 9, 2 and a half hours. How long is this? This is the this is it, right? I thought there was one season after this, but now because this is so big, I'm wondering if this is it because that's going quite big. There, um, the first volume consists of the first seven episodes and premieres on May 27th, while Volume Two will de debut on July 1st with the remaining two extra long episodes. So we get, yeah, the first seven of which that last one is, like I said, an hour, 38 minutes. 
And then, yeah, uh, on July 1st, nine, eight and nine drop. And yeah, it's an hour, 25 minutes and then two and a half hours. Damn. Crazy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, how big of a time jump are they doing? Because they're all I don't big know. now. Would think? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, uh, it's. <laughs> I've been uh, at my current job now for a couple of years. It's actually crazy to remember shortly after I started there was when the last season aired. Uh, um, like 4th of July theme, themed uh, season three. <laughs> What's his name? is in Russia and we don't even yeah. know how he got there. I assume there was some underground door or whatever that wished him over there. I, I don't know. Well, hopefully they'll um show us all that um so, yeah you said you hadn't seen anything but let me give you one little teaser that you might find interesting i know you actually compared to other horror franchises you're not a big as fan of this franchise but supposedly if you look at the poster um you can see the very biggest face in the back is the villain for this season and he's described as uh, basically Freddy Krueger. What season is this? Four. I need to see the poster, so I'm looking it up. Yeah. So if you look, it's actually you need to look because it's there's it's a face and eyes, and it's interesting because this face is kind of uh, warped. Like it almost reminds you of like Freddy Krueger. So obviously that's it looks like Skeletor. Yeah. So that's the idea of supposedly this guy is like Freddy. Yeah, nobody's like Freddy. But uh, I don't know the picture I'm looking at. It looks like Skeletor. <laughs> if this <laughs> is uh, from it, it just says Stranger Things uh, 4 finale will be two, what, two episodes. Well, I guess there's a bunch of posters for this. Um, yeah, I don't know who this is. I assume it's the dude that's running him. Yeah, he looks like his face is all burned up, but um, also kind of looks like Red Skull. Dream Warriors. <laughs> he didn't look like that. <laughs> so. Dream Warriors. No, I'm just saying, like, the idea. <laughs> oh, that po Okay. I, I've, that's okay. I see the poster you're talking about. No, they, I'm... I've just been seeing images of this, whoever this person is. All right, that's supposed to. Yeah, it kind of looks like a, a Dream Warriors type of thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know who this dude is, but he looks um, uh, bald, everything. Uh, I don't want to read this whole big article, but uh, I guess uh, what's his name? What's uh, David... Uh, there's a harbor or har whatever Hellboy, um, what's his yeah. name in the show? Um, Hopper. Hopper, yeah. He has a big article. He, I guess, he's explaining who the, uh, the villains are. But it's crazy that it took this long. I get it. Like everything got delayed. Like I just talked about last episode. It took Barry forever to get back. Obviously, it took Atlanta forever to get back. But well, these are different times we're living in. Everything. Yeah. Everything fell apart. <laughs> so, right. but, 
So it took a while. And, and that's the thing with the show. We said it when this show first debuted. Like, if you want to tell the story, get going. Because, like, kids grow up fast. And they did. Yeah, they here, did. Now here we are. Like, they all look not like oh. kids. Uh-uh. <laughs> and they, they've all been busy, man. Especially the... um. The one kid that was in Ghostbusters yeah. and he was in that one dumb horror movie. Wing, what's yeah. hell? What the hell is it? You know what I'm talking about. I can't remember his yeah, name. I, don't I, even, do. I, yeah. I need to watch the last season again. All I remember is the end is when uh, what's his nuts ended up yeah, in Russia. Story. Oh, okay. Was that when they were in the that, okay? That was when they were in the mall when uh, Steve yeah. was, oh, ahoy, ladies, and, and all that. Did yeah. You ever, yeah. Did you ever get yeah. that one again? <laughs> He did. Okay. I got it it for you, but then you you traded with someone or? No, you must still have it for me. (laughs) Do I still have Uh, it? Because, no, I, I, my friend here got it for me. Then he asked back for his niece and then you said you found it. (laughs) So you must still have it. (laughs) I thought I gave it to you. I don't know. I'd have to. Oh, wow. Dig that was years ago now. Yeah, I don't I don't remember where it is. I'll have to look for it. So Right. Uh anyway, spinning it back to uh Star Wars, uh Obi Wan next this week. Actually this week, days away. Uh the twenty seventh, but I I'm, my fingers are crossed that it drops Thursday night at, at least nine. But I, I don't know, the last ones have been midnight, so yeah, um, 3 a.m. Eastern, if you're on the East Coast, yikes. Nah, so I'm, I'm going to be up uh, as soon as that thing hits. And the first two episodes drop, right? First two, that's right. Yeah, so by the time you wake up, I already know <laughs> what happens. <laughs> so you better download them to your phone so you can watch them when you break. Exactly. <laughs> that's uh, the plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you'll be able to watch some of the first episode. but That's what I'm going to do. Over. Watch the first. And download the second, and then I'm gonna head out to work. <laughs> Did you see that scene that, that that's going around? Um, it's a Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi official clip, like you trained his father. It's uh, Owen Lars. Oh, uh, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did. I'm watching Just it right a little now. Market scene thing. Yeah. He's asking, asking if Luke's all right. Uh, What's yeah, interesting? Uh, oh, 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 hold on. Owen is asking, well, because Obi Wan asked him, and is he all right? And he's basically saying, you don't want to know if he's all right. You want to know if he's showing um, his force abilities. Luke didn't show any force abilities until, well, pretty much the end of Star Wars when he when he was training. Right. Well, I guess maybe that first time is when he um, was uh, battling the. Uh, a little training droid called a little ball. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That was yeah, because when Obi Wan was telling him to search for their feelings, and then I he call did it tell him. Luck. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Hokey hokey religions and whatever, whatever is only weapons and no match for a good blaster. Decide. <laughs> that was a pimp move right there. Damn. Rest in peace, on. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Uh, I re rewatched uh, Force Awakens and man, <laughs> I watched all three of them really. And dumbass Last Jedi, 
But uh, really? that part uh, in Force Awakens when Han gets it and when he comes back in uh, Rise of Skywalker and he's talking uh, to Kylo Ren, I was like, oh, weak. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that was sad. But um, I'm ready. And I don't want to. I assume as the week goes, they're going to start releasing more little clips. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Because it seems like they always do that with the movies. As the as it was getting closer and closer to the to to the release day, they were dropping little TV spots with more scenes I, in it. And I, I always do. <laughs> I hate that, but do I want to see? Of course, I want to see them, but I. I don't yeah, really why think, you wait this long just to show everything right before it drops? Yeah, I don't think um, they show much. Uh, that I can remember out of the out of the last three or the last five Star Wars films, the, did they show much other than they showed a lot of stuff in these trailers that weren't in the movies? So that's Rogue One is the one that pissed me off still when that uh, X wing comes up in front of Jenner. So never saw that in the movie. Oh, I was hella mad, <laughs> but uh, I'm ready, man. This um, that's pretty much all the. The hype is, I mean, for Star Wars right now is the the countdown to the last few days before yep. we get before we get Obi Wan. And Dang as a Star Wars fan, man, I've been waiting for this story since '77. But then even back then, I didn't know we were gonna get all this, much less more movies. Right. right. Because in the earlier days of when there was no internet, we didn't know what was coming unless you went to the movies right. and saw a poster or. I happened to look over at People magazine and see something, uh, and and I never paid attention to any of that shit except for when I went to the movies. I've told this story before. I didn't know there was going to be an Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom until I went to go see something. I walk in and I see that poster and Aliens. I remember going to see uh, Running Scared with um, Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines and looking seeing this big cardboard foldout of of uh, Ripley holding Newt. And all those uh, the little eggs in front of her, and it said aliens. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Those, I mean, there was no internet uh, for you youngsters that are listening. I mean, we, that was the only way we found out things were coming, unless we saw a trailer. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm ready. I mean, Obi Wan and uh, the one and done. So after the first day, we only got four episodes. After that, right? Only six in this. Yeah. So, and I uh, no idea when uh, Andor or uh, Soka is coming. I think it, Andor will be out before that because I think they're still filming. Yeah, Ahsoka. Andor supposedly August. They All said right. something. So. Well, give it to me. I mean, don't show anything of Andor or Ahsoka until this Obi-Wan is over. Don't get me excited for some. I'm already excited those are coming, but don't start showing me shit when I'm just in this <laughs> right now yeah so. they might they might we'll see <laughs> i don't know but uh the uh, anniversary uh for the original star wars film is on thursday so for all you diehards wear your star wars shirts the first star wars 77 star wars it's got to be that it's got to be that like me i got my shirt ready i got uh, the ja- the japanese poster uh star wars shirt so uh, I'm ready for that day. I'm wearing it to work, and I don't care what they say, because I wore my orig- I wore my original Star Wars shirt <laughs> on uh, May the fourth. Um, now, the, the man, my 
work was garbage. Only two of us uh, were representing that day. Shout out to Carrie. <laughs> she had her Yoda shirt on, so we we were all good. But yeah, Obi Wan. I'm as far as that. I mean, that's pretty much the only big Star Wars news right now. So, um, yeah. uh, Peg Baby, uh, I know you're gonna be there watching it with Steve. So, uh, yeah, get your uh, your DVRs ready. Or, I guess you don't really need a DVR. <laughs> no, I don't think you can record that. There's ways of recording everything, but uh, um, yeah, just. Uh, Either midnight or nine o'clock. Hopefully, my fingers are crossed. It's nine o'clock, but uh, we'll see. But yeah, as far as Star Wars moment, that is it. Yep. And all right, man, the uh, countdown uh, is on. You got half hour to get through everything. <laughs> yeah, and I will. Uh, but first off, I just saw a, a new commercial for uh, Jurassic Park. I think Dominion is this one. Supposedly, the end of this era, the end of the world trilogy, and also. Uh, the park, they're bringing back all the classic characters from that, Dr. Alan Grant and whatnot, Ellie Statler, uh, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, um, Jeff Goldblum. Anyways, um, my question for you, I've been wanting to ask you on the pod forever. Like, Obviously, I haven't looked into it too much, but what do you think, what is the idea with this one? Like, the 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 park has expanded. It really has gone into like a Jurassic World. Dinosaurs are everywhere. So what's the plan? Are, are they really going to like get rid of them all? Is that the plan? Like, is this like a kill all the dinos movie? What is I, what, what do you think what is th- going on here? That's what I thought they were doing. I thought they were rounding them all up because at the end of that last film, they were roaming free and running wild. I mean, because you can't just have dinosaurs roaming around killing everyone. Well, so, yeah, that's what it kind of looks like in these like commercials that they're putting out. So I don't know. I'm so like, I, what's the plan here? Because I don't know. Like that part of me thinks like I don't know how excited crowds will be like that. Like, yeah, you killed all the dinos. Woohoo! I'm. So, I don't know how many how many years have gone by since this, but I mean, for all these yahoos with guns and the. Uh, the military, I mean, I'm sure this isn't just here in America. I'm sure these dinosaurs went all over the world. Right. I'm surprised they're not just jets flying around, blowing everything up. I mean, <laughs> kill, killing them all. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there. Ah, oh, you can't. We got to protect them. No, hell no, man. This is different. We, we don't, we've never lived in that age of dinosaurs. We don't know how they're going to be. Uh, yeah, the, the scientists say this, 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 and that, but I mean, we, we don't, I mean, this, I know this is all far-fetched to make believe stuff, but even still, for me, if I had tons of guns and I had the ability to kill these things, if they're around my house, <laughs> I'm blowing them up. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> even those little bitty small ones that were at, um, was it Lost World? Well, no, it wasn't Lost Was it, was that the second yeah. one? Lost World? That was the second one, yeah. When yeah, the, yeah. those little Which, bitty ones were trying to kill that little girl in the beginning? <laughs> That was filmed uh, just south of where I live. <laughs> yeah, that see those little things running stuff. around your area? Hell no. Nope. Nah. I always think of that because, like, you remember the scene in that movie where um, uh, it's like um, Vince Vaughn and uh, Julianne Moore. Uh, Julianne Moore. And, like, they're trying to, like, she's trying to get close and he's taking the pictures. And then the, like, Stegosaurus, like, rampage. Like, yeah, like that spot is like easily accessible to like get down right there. It's really cool to see. (laughs) 
Ah, oh, hell no, man. I'd be killing those things. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't I don't know. I don't know where it's going. I don't even though all I remember the the last one is when we saw it, right? And when, when I was in there freezing. Yeah. Okay, Super that cool. was a that was the last one. All That's right. See. And the one before that was was it just Jurassic World or Yep. So this is the third one out of these new movies, right? Right. Okay. And it's also it's the end of this trilogy, but also supposedly the end of the circle for this whole this part of this Jurassic tale. Obviously, Jurassic Park is too popular for them not to find something to do with it in the future. But this is meant to be like an encapsulating end of the series, supposedly. Oh, well. We'll see, because um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll see it. I mean, mainly yeah. because Laura Dern's in it, but I didn't, I didn't really care for the last movie and well, the, one, the last two movies. <laughs> he's Jeff Goldblum, and then he was in it for just that like scene. But he looks like he's actually hit him and Dern and uh, Sam Neill. It looks like they're full. It is like a fully integrated OG cast with the new school, uh, Chris Pratt and. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard. They should bring in the kids from the original one. Maybe they grew up. Well, they're all grown up, so just bring them in. Maybe they were following the grandpa's steps and they're going to help take them out or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I want to all out. Third one, they were in that third one where uh, Sam Neill came back and uh, he they he like met them. I remember. Yeah, they were in there for like a second. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to watch the last two again. I, I, just bits and pieces. All I remember from that first one was that first one when the or was it the second? I think it was the second one. When was the one when that? No, it was the second one. Uh, when that? Um, I guess it was a brontosaurus or whatever was standing on the beach and as the lava was coming to get him. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was sad. It and was. Then, uh, then I remember. <laughs> well, go ahead. Jurassic World was the one when they they opened up the park and. Then, and all hell broke loose. And then the last one is, yeah, was when they ended up, um, uh, when they were, I remember they were in Vegas or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah. So the end know. of the second one, one, one T-Rex gets out in San Diego. And now the end of the second one, it's like, they all are everywhere. Did they kill that? I don't even remember the Lost World. Did they kill that one that was running around San Diego, or did they ship it back? No, they got it back in the ship. It took out the so-called villain, the guy the, who was behind the, the business, who took over, like, engine or whatever. And then uh, they, like, tranked it. They tranked it, and then it got in the holes, and they took it back to the island. How many did they have? Because I know one got killed in Jurassic Park 3 with that other big whatever dinosaur it was. Right. Because I remember it grabbed it and snapped its neck. And I yeah. wasn't sure on how many yeah. uh, T-Rexes it had. Well, they obviously you know made more. You know what's funny? Because that exact scene you're talking about, I feel like they're, they're, they're even influenced by Jurassic Park 3 in that, in that supposedly I saw one of the pops the biggest one they have is like Gigantosaurus or something like that. That's supposed to be in this one. <laughs> I don't know. Just bring in Kong and you can kill them all. So, yeah. <laughs> Crossover. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know where it's going. 
Yeah, All man, right. you better hurry up. The clock's ticking. I know, I know. All right, yeah, I'm going to quick hit these. Uh, talk to you a little bit about this over text, so I'll just uh, put a little more here on the pod now. But uh, the, the Peacock uh, show, Angeline, fame, identity, billboards, Corvettes, women teasing men, men obsessed with women, West Hollywood, crystals, UFOs, and the self-proclaimed Rorschach test in pink, glow-in-the-dark queen of the universe, Angeline, starring... Uh, Emmy Rosum and a bunch of other people that usually have like bit parts and stuff. It's uh, just a little five episode series. So I got through it pretty quick, pretty much while doing other stuff, uh, having it on. And um, I was interested just because like I was texting you, I had uh, never heard of this person. It's basically one of the first, if not the first person that like, Got famous just for being famous, not for doing anything. I, I saw in these articles, they compare her to, uh, she came before Paris Hilton and the Kardashians, like she was doing it for them. And I guess like, yeah, it was just this idea that, you know, at first, whatever she was, uh, in a band or whatever, but then she just wanted to like get put up on billboards all around LA. And it was just like with a, it was just photo of her the name and the number to the the guy that was like uh helping her um put up these billboards which oh yeah that actually was somebody uh, mr uh, young bilbo himself uh what's his name how come I don't see him here on the IMDb? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The guy who played in The Hobbit, young Bilbo Baggins. Is it just, Martin Freeman? Oh, he's in Black Panther too. He, he's yeah. uh, <laughs> the one guy. That guy. Martin Freeman, right? I guess. I don't know. I'm going to type it in real quick uh i don't know why he's not he doesn't show up yeah it is it's martin freeman he didn't show up on the imdb for for the show but yeah he's like the billboard guy in this and um it was basically yeah just his number with like call this number to just leave her messages or uh, opportunities she in real life did get like a little cameo in uh Earth Girls are easy, and then one of her billboards comes down in Volcano. So she has like a couple ops, and the rest of the show, you know, kind of deals with her. Like she's always selling merch out the back back of her uh, trunk. And what was interesting was I saw on social uh, where I was looking at people talking about the show. People were saying like they still. I just they said like I just saw her yesterday at this like Taco Bell. So I guess she's still out there uh, doing it. But yeah, I had never heard about this. That's what made it so interesting to me. I think for a second, I was wondering, like, is it all just made up? But that was actually was more interesting to me that it was based off uh, a real thing, you know? Now, I guess that's how you do it. You got to figure no one if no one's going to discover you unless you ain't out there. And she put herself out there, got her name in, in lights and then. 
kind of just faded away, but she's still out there doing it. And I'm sure this show is bringing her back to light to everyone that didn't know who she was. And now she's got her own little mini series. So good yeah. for her. Get paid. I guess she was supposed to be in like the final episode too, like this final part and then wasn't. So I don't know. That was kind of interesting, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's like I said, it's pretty short. It actually is pretty interesting. I can recommend checking it out. It was, it was interesting. <laughs> it, I was curious to see what, uh, what this was all about. <laughs> Well, I'm going to finish it. I started it. I didn't. Um, I still got a ways to go with it. Right. All right. Uh, jumping over to kind of my duo here. I mentioned it briefly last episode, but since then, I kind of went on a binge. And not only did I completely finish the series, I went back and watched the movie a couple times, which I actually love. And this is uh, Lincoln Lawyer. I'm excited to see here a week later it's still number one on netflix so uh that's good people are watching and uh, i really enjoyed the series i hope they make more so uh yeah it was 10 episodes and yeah i really enjoyed it like i said last time the the guy playing uh, the main character mickey holler it was uh, matthew mcconaughey in the movie and here it's manuel manuel garcia ruflo He's no McConaughey, obviously, but actually the further it goes, he does bring his own charm to the role. He's not McConaughey, and then he's not trying to be. So that is, it is kind of cool what he brings. And I really did like the characters. I like the story. Like I said, also has uh, Nev Campbell in it. So also I've been trying to, uh, uh, like I said, I, I, I put on the movie again, which, uh, damn. So good. So I've been trying to hype you up to uh, check that out. <laughs> uh, I'll get to it when I get to it. Uh, I started uh, this other movie I've never seen. Uh, shout out to Taylor. We're going to do a uh, another rewind for Roroni Kenshin, uh, the second film. And uh, I got halfway through it. I need to finish it because uh, we're going to record that episode tomorrow, I think. I don't, I don't know. But um, yeah, that's coming. Uh, and I just haven't really watched anything i mean i know i should there was movies out there that i want to watch everyone's telling me to watch but i knew ones but i just haven't had the time to sit there yeah. and watch it usually i watch movies when i get home or i watch them at work but it's been kind of busy and then when i get home i'm just wrecked right um, no i get so. you i get you but yeah watch lincoln lawyer you'll be glad you did like i said that one has and it's cool it has so many cameos um Brian Cranston, uh, who's uh, Marissa Tomei, I know you're a fan of, Ryan Phillippe, William H. Macy, John Leguizamo, yeah, Trace Adkins, yeah, Lincoln Lawyer, the, 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 the uh, 2011 film. After getting all hyped on this and loving the show, uh, I was looking at the, the film and I was sad to see that... Uh, they actually had planned to go again and make another McConaughey Lincoln lawyer. I would have loved to see that, but uh, the project has been abandoned and now it's a show. So if anything, uh, I guess the show will continue. And then little did I know um, way back in 2015, Amazon, when they were still kind of starting out in the whole 
uh, originals as far as their streaming content went. Uh, one of their first shows they did was Bosch, and it's written by the same author, and then he uh, he helps write it and also produces and whatnot, but this Michael Conley. So it's interesting to see that uh, the Lincoln Lawyer and Bosch actually take place in the same L.A. universe, whereas Lincoln Lawyer obviously is involved with uh, the courtroom side and Bosch is like the cop. So um it, it intrigued me to go back and i was like damn bosch really got away from me i watched the first season when that first came out 2015 and since then six more seasons have happened on amazon that show has seven seasons and i see it has a spin-off now bosch legacy so i was like wow like i so as much as i liked lincoln lawyer it led me back to watching uh, bosch season two which i was like damn this is hella good too. So um, I'm happy to like find a little hidden treasure right there as far as uh, something that kind of passed me by. And I was like, damn, that happened fast. Like time just flies, you know? <laughs> I don't like that guy. The, the Bosch dude. Yeah. He's, uh, I always think of him. He's uh, in Lost, the man in black. And he was, uh, uh, Jimmy in uh, Sons of Anarchy. He's a uh, oh, was he <laughs> one, one of the Irish guys uh, <laughs> that was a bad dude? <laughs> so okay, I, I didn't like him for that. Uh, when, I like um, him here as Bosch. He's cool. He's like this uh, cop. Like he'll do what it takes, but he is like ultimately good, and he doesn't play for the politics, and he doesn't play the game. He's just. And he's frustrated with the system and like, yeah, he's not with the, the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm into it. <laughs> I like how Chibs took him out <laughs> in Sunday Anarchy. The, uh, I guess I assume it was the Irish thing. <laughs> these two, these two little knives and he cut the side of his face and then jammed him into his shoulders. And I, I don't know what it, whatever it did and it killed him. But <laughs> Yeah, he was doing dirt against the Suns, so he had to pay. So. Right. <laughs> and I remember him in, um, I think he was in the town. He, was, I think he was one of the cops in that. So. That's right. You're right. He was in that. Um, in this show, the Bosch Amazon show, Jamie Hector's also in it. Like I said this before, he was uh, Marlo Stanfield on The Wire. Great character there. And then he's playing like the opposite there. He was. Uh, kind of a street king in uh, The Wire. And now here he's he's uh, Bosch's partner, Jay Edgar, in this one. Lance Reddick is in it also. He's, you know, he's one of those guys, shows up and everything. John Wick and um, uh, what was that show? The Did you ever watch that with us? The... Uh, Damn it. Now I got to go all the way back in his uh, filmography. Uh, what was that one? Oh, Fringe. <laughs> Did you ever watch nope. Fringe? Uh-uh. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying Bosch. And like I said, it's like a treat. Um, I got all the way through uh, season two, which I thought was hella good. And I just started season three and I got... All these other seasons and the spinoff left. 
You guys kept trying to get me to watch Friends, especially Joel. Oh yeah, I know he loved it. And yeah, <laughs> that Lance Reddick, uh, he's a he's a major part of that show. The reoccurring. I think the only things I've seen of that is um, scenes of uh, Eric the actor. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, he was on that show. Now, for those of you that know who Eric the actor is, uh, aka Eric the midget from Howard Stern, uh, he was on uh, that show. He was a little gentleman. Uh, I think he played a hobo in that. And then in one scene, his head blew up. <laughs> I remember that. That's the only thing I've seen of Fringe. I don't even know what what was happening in that show. Right. Isn't that, isn't oh, that when, wasn't that the panel that uh, Joel won the bad robot statue? It was, and it was one of those funny Comic-Con experiences I'm glad I had where I was there first kind of thing before a show blew up um i remember being like in the lost panel and of course that's huge and blowing up and then you have this spinoff also by jj abrams you have fringe and the whole 20 if you know uh, ballroom 20 if you know comic-con it's the second biggest room and it's not even half full it's super empty for them debuting Fringe. And yeah, I was sitting in there just sorting through stuff, taking a load off my feet. If you've ever been to Comic-Con, you know. But um, yeah, I'm packing up, ready to go. And then yeah, JJ announced like, oh yeah, I guess I got to announce the winner of this uh, if you're in the room. Uh, Joel Hill, you won the grand prize. So I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the only one of our group that was there for us. So I'm glad I was like, I was with Joel. And then the cool thing was after, right after he went to go pick it up, he went to take it back to the hotel room. He got in the elevator and JJ was in the elevator with him. So awesome experience for him. Cause yeah, JJ is like the one that even pointed himself out. He's like, he's like nice statue. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really cool. And I think just that kind of, that's enough to like, okay, yeah, we're going to watch this show. Like, it was like that kind of thing. Like, of course, like, we got the statue. Like, you were going to check it out. It's good. It's, um, to me, uh, Fringe is one of those, it, the whole first season is definitely like case of the week, like paranormal case of the week type stuff. But the further it went, the more it was like, okay, this is an evolving story with the characters and it's a continuing story. So that's like, to me, when it got really good, like once it started after the first season, because the first season was basically case of the week. And I'm usually not a fan of that. That's what I'm actually loving about Bosch is that instead of case of the week, every episode, the whole season, like you've got two or three cases that like wind be between each other. He's like moving between cases and like he gets involved and all of a sudden the FBI is like, what the hell are you doing? This is our case. And he's like, no, this is my, I love when it's like that kind of thing instead of just like case of the week, you know, was this a show with, um, Joshua Jackson. Yes. All right. Yes, it is a good one. And then obviously the standout was, uh, the dude that everybody knew from, uh, Lord of the Rings. He was, uh, he was being controlled, uh, you know, by Mordor and whatnot. He was the dark side had a hold on him. Uh, John Noble, he plays Doctor Walter Bishop in this. Anna Torv uh, is Olivia Dunham. She's the main 
one. It's funny, actually, if you look at the uh, IMDb, there's a spoiler, like, there's spoilers, like, all over just the uh, cast list of, like, what happens. <laughs> Is this streaming anywhere? I assume Hulu. It says freebie which is uh Isn't it imdb now connected to amazon oh okay uh, but it also says uh seasons one through five on hbo max which that is the whole series it it reached the magic number of 100 episodes i don't know if that's true anymore but i know that used to be the number that all tv shows strove for because then it meant you could get in syndication and they could play you in reruns. I guess it was, I don't know if it still is, but I guess it used to be some weird TV law, basically, that to be put into repeats, you need to have 100 episodes. So mm. that was like the magic number that uh, shows used to shoot for. <laughs> Got to hit that 100 mark. And Fringe just did. So. All right. Yeah, Eric the actor. His name was Eric uh, Sean Lynch. Uh, he he was born in uh, San Pablo, and he hey. passed uh, twenty fourteen, in uh, in Sacramento. He, from what he was saying, his doctors when he was little, they said he wasn't gonna live very long, but he lived uh, lived a long life, man. And he was well, there you go. one one of the whack pack <laughs> on Howard Stern show. Uh, he made me laugh, um, especially when he he do his phone calls to to Howard and cuss them out and yell at him. And he's been on the show and everything. And yeah, they were cruel to him uh, as well. But Eric, uh, he he gave it back to him just as as bad as they were giving it to him. And well, left, yeah, you're gonna be part of that whole. Yeah, left uh, left it with a lot of good. <laughs> Uh, sound clips and everything for them with his phone calls, but uh, yeah, um, Eric the actor, rest in peace. <laughs> All right, um, my one film I just wanted to quickly mention: um, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers, straight to Disney Plus. Uh, I was very skeptical of this film when it was being talked about when they even announced it and even when little trailers came out i was very skeptical i was a fan of the original series and all those disney afternoon shows i used to run home uh, living in the bay area to watch that uh, ducktales rescue rangers tailspin uh, gummy bears that was my four eventually uh, darkwing duck entered the lineup but uh yeah, so I was uh, a fan of the original Chippendales Rescue Rangers, and I, like I said, I was skeptical about this, but uh, I couldn't been more pleasantly surprised. Um, voice actors uh, Andy Samberg and John Mulaney playing Chippendale here. Uh, Will Arnett plays a voice in it. Eric Bana, uh, Kiki Lane uh, plays a live-action role. Uh, Dennis Haysbert plays a voice, Keegan-Michael Key, uh, Tim Robinson, Seth Rogens, J.K. Simmons, Rachel Bloom, uh, Corey Burton, Jim Cummings, Chris Parnell. Yeah, good amount of people. Oh, uh, Charles Fleischer as uh, the OG, uh, Roger Rabbit. The thing that I was... 
I loved about this is it felt like uh, one of my favorite uh, TV shows of all time. It felt like an episode of Community. It felt like if you know Community and you know the humor they do there, that's what it felt like. And I couldn't have enjoyed that more. And I couldn't believe how many uh, cameos and clips they got. Like, this is Disney, but they were able to get everything. They got Shrek. They got DC. They got E.T., they got Sonic, they got South Park, they got Rick and Morty, they got just about anything you can think of. Like I said, Roger Rabbit, and like it's an incredible amount of references and cameos, and it almost does feel like Roger Rabbit in that like it's a tune world, so it completely has that vibe too, and it's cool like to see Roger Rabbit. So uh, like I said... I've often actually said this a lot on the show. Like one of my favorite things is when a when a when a project surprises me, when a TV show or a film surprises me, and this definitely did because expectations were like couldn't have been lower, and I couldn't have enjoyed it more. Like I laughed a bunch. I thought it was funny. It seems like it really is made for my age range. Some of somebody that grew up with rescue rangers and then now is this age um interestingly uh joel he watched it he really liked it too he watched it with his daughter um she liked it but interestingly uh uh sherry asked like halfway through she asked lily like are you liking this <laughs> like she because she was curious like is this like too over your head and whatnot but uh yeah she seemed to like it and uh yeah, um, kind of a stunner for me. But right now, this is uh, going to be on my uh, end of year list. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I uh, really enjoyed this, and I'll definitely be watching it again. <laughs> How many do you have on your list so far? I have not even a full list, I'll tell you that. It's probably like five right now. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You're missing all these good movies there. that are out it's there. Dude, mine's been yeah, full. <laughs> I'm kicking things out now. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing with me is, okay, so I have the things like I'm talking about, but even like Lincoln Lawyer and Bosch turned into shows that I couldn't necessarily like have on and leave the room or whatnot or like look away too long i'd be like well wait what was he looking at ah oh, damn it so even those are things you gotta more have your focus on so you know a lot of the time i have on uh, dateline or obviously i would sit in the nba playoffs so i have a lot of nba uh basketball on but uh yeah so it's i guess it's just all about uh finding them too i mean uh, there's are certain movies like there's a couple on peacock that i've been wanting to watch that i haven't uh, came out early this year that three five five and then the outfit uh i see those on there those are ones i've been meaning to get to Did you watch uh licorice pizza yet no i need to buy it i'm gonna buy it she's uh, uh, <laughs> on there but no i haven't even bought it um I think I have to buy it on the road or online because my local Target uh, didn't have it. So. Yeah, I did. they don't have it here uh, in the town I'm at. I haven't looked in Reno yet, so if I can't find it anywhere, I'm just going to order it online. Yep. 
Same here. So $27. I got to pick up Jade here at the end of the week. So I figure I'll have a chance while on the road. So, oh, that's right. She's. Um, she's all over the place. No, she's done with school for uh, yeah. the summer, right? Yeah. You know where she's at right now with her mom? Oh, she went to Germany? No. <laughs> Her mom came here. They spent uh, the last week uh, Monterey, Santa Cruz, Bay Area. Okay. uh, You know where they're at now? They just got there. Where? Hawaii. (laughs) Damn. I haven't been there since I was baby, baby with my grandma who was born there. (laughs) And why is this movie so much? Uh, probably because when they make less copies, it ends up costing more. The more copies they make, the lower the price. Didn't guess. even get a the 4K steelbook. release. I, bet that I don't think one. there's a steelbook either. There wasn't going to get no steelbook for this. <laughs> Ooh, are they putting this back out again? That Uncharted one, though. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know if you saw... Uh, the Batman, all those pictures, the steelbook for the Batman. They're bringing it back out again. Uh, more steelbook for the Batman. Because I missed it that first go yeah. around. <laughs> right. Yeah, good. I almost paid $50 for him. Glad I didn't. Yeah, oh my god, and Uncharted is 59. Like, I want it, but not for 59. You don't need it. I need it, but not for 59. I don't need it. I'm, I'll get the regular one. <laughs> All I right, man. Warriors are on. What else you got? <laughs> yeah, no, that's I'm good. Like I said, uh, Chippendale, highly impressed. That's my movies. That's my TV. We covered Star Wars. Uh, you pick up anything collecting-wise? Um, no, the only thing I got was a a new truck. Um, traded in a traded piece. Yeah, so I buy. I get nothing for a while. Uh, Renee said you better cool out (laughs) on everything. So I, yeah, I did. I didn't buy nothing when I was out in Oklahoma, other than I just ate. (laughs) Oh, I ate at um, the hell was that place called? Well, we ordered it. Uh, oh gosh, dang it! It was it was hella good. Um. Some hamburger joint. Uh, I haven't. There's none around here, and it was Smash Burger. Have you ever had that? Oh, yep, yep, yep. I know. I yep. I heard the name, but I've never had it. So, uh, Russ, because you want Smash Burger, I was like, yeah. Well, what's all right? Cool. What is it? I'd never heard of it. So I was like, all right. I know there's one in San Francisco and Sacramento and everything. And I had the brisket. Right. The brisket bacon burger. Oh my god, that was so good. So, but nice. Yeah, yeah the only thing I bought uh, is a new truck. Well, it's not new. Twenty eighteen. It's only got thirty five. Uh, new enough. Uh, <laughs> only, what thirty five hundred miles on it? <laughs> I'm like hell yeah. So, um, basically brand new. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's all the only thing I got. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not too, too much here. The uh, Doctor Strange uh, stuff rolled in. Like I said last time, uh, they sent me 
the wrong order for my, I was trying for the Dr. Strange trace through Funko and they sent me two Christine Palmer's, which I already had and a Michael Jordan, which I also already had. So they did finally send the replacement order and it was very kind of them. Uh, Cause yeah, it's a one in six shot, but I did get the chase. So I was very excited. The uh, thousandth, uh, released pop in the Marvel line. And what's cool is um, they made it even a little more special than like a normal chase in that uh, it has like go- a blue gold foil all over it. The chase version of him, he's all uh, covered kind of in like blue eyes and um, blue and white speckle. So it's kind of cool. Uh, light blue on the face. So. That's pretty cool. Also, uh, the Supreme Strange arrived, and I already had that conversation with you. I'm like, I don't think this character was in the movie. The only thought I might have had was that uh, was he the Strange that was part of the Illuminati who Black Bolt ended up, you know. Um, but then I, I couldn't remember, and I was like, actually, if I do picture in my head, I think he was like bearded that the that one, version of the one they showed bearded. really quick the one he's on his knees on titan yeah he was bearded I, right dude i don't remember <laughs> i'm pretty okay so if he wasn't then that's the pop they made but otherwise yeah so um, um the Week in sports, obviously, I uh, mentioned a whole bunch of the Warriors and whatnot. Right now, the game is underway. Thankfully, Warriors off to a good start. They've been having such slow starts. It drives me nuts when I watch it. But uh, uh, 14-7 early here. Clay about to make it uh, 16-7. So I like to see that. Just got to limit the turnovers and uh, I'll be happy. All right, well, I am going to send you something really quick so you can see, and this will answer your question. Let me know when you got it. Okay. Open it up. It is? No beard. (laughs) So, okay, so that pop is supposed to be that. Yeah, yeah, he's got no beard. So one that I just just went to YouTube (laughs) real quick and... (laughs) <laughs> They're quick on there, everyone. <laughs> so if you didn't see the movie, stay clear of the spoilers that are all over YouTube. Right, <laughs> but, right, right, right. Is that all you got? But yeah, uh, got any uh, random recommendations? Yeah, really quick. This is on Hulu. We were watching it last night. This is a film that came out in 1993, and this is. Uh, Academy Award winner Whoopi Goldberg's film Made in America also stars uh, Ted Danson, Nia Long, uh, Academy Award winner Will Smith, uh, Jennifer Tilly, Paul Rodriguez, and a bunch of other people. And uh, shout out to my friend Marcy. She's in this. Uh, They filmed it all in Oakland as well as San Francisco and Berkeley. Uh, Filmed some of this down the street from my house when I was living in Berkeley. I actually got to see uh, then filmed some of this, uh, her little bookstore she had, African Queen, on College Avenue in Berkeley. And I watched them film a scene uh, when Ted Danson was riding the uh, elephant uh, chasing Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, they were stunt people uh, down the sure. down, downtown streets in front of the Oakland uh, Museum. And then they ran into the into um, Lake Merritt. They cut out or they cut out. They like 
made this area because if you guys know Lake Mary, it's dirty. You don't want to be in that water. But they made this area <laughs> and filled it up with water, and it was cleaner than the lake. <laughs> so that's the part where uh, the the elephant went into the water. <laughs> but yeah, this is a funny movie. I haven't seen this in a really really long time. We were watching it last night, just laughing. Um, other than what was going on in the film, but. Um, if you've never been to the Bay Area and have no idea where these streets in Oakland are, it, it's it's weird how they leave, they go around the corner in Oakland, and the next thing you know, they're in Berkeley and, and all this. So we were just laughing about that. But it's a good movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's streaming on Hulu. Um, let me see. Quick, 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 quick. A little uh, synopsis. Um, I'm, I'm just going to read the one sentence. It's on IMDb. A young black woman discovers that her father... Has a sper- was a sperm donor and jeez, come on, man! A young black woman discovers that her father was a sperm donor and and if that weren't bad enough, he's white. Okay, <laughs> this was directed by uh, uh, Richard Benjamin. So um, yeah, that's my movie. Really quick, uh, my my uh, track, my Zell uh, film. Yeah, <laughs> my my son Eric and I we're gonna go see Limp Biscuit on Sunday uh, in Reno next Sunday, and uh, I am going to the second album I believe, and this is uh, from Significant Other, and the track is gonna be number four. Probably my there's there's a lot of good tracks on this album. I think the albums after this I didn't really care for. Uh, the first album, Three Dollar Bill, is my my favorite album of theirs. But uh, Break Stuff, uh, I love that song. Uh, I watched this one little video on YouTube, and it got me excited. So I'm I'm pretty hyped up. Uh, for that, so yeah, uh, Made in America is my movie, and my track pick is Limp Biscuits Break Stuff from their 1999 Significant Other album. What do you got? That was the uh, track that uh, got uh, Woodstock '99 all crazy. <laughs> they were going to be crazy even if they weren't playing. They're trying to blame him. Yeah, I yeah. can't blame the music. <laughs> blame the, right. the guys that put the whole thing on. <laughs> All right, um, let me give you my main recommendation and then two side ones. And my main recommendation, I'm going to go to 2001's Heist. It's airing on uh, Netflix. We talked about this not long ago when we did the Heist movie series. So uh, now's the perfect time to check it out. Uh, Gene Hackman, Danny DeVito, Delroy Lindo. It's on Netflix. Uh, a career jewelty finds himself at tense odds with his longtime partner, a crime boss who sends his nephew to keep watch. Yeah, brief. But uh, yeah, no, I had this on again recently. And, uh, you know, I love a a heist film. So uh, definitely a recommendation for me there. And then, yeah, uh, like I just talked about, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, definitely check it out. Uh, Couldn't have been more impressed. And then, yeah, I'm going to just keep hammering it because I want to hear your reaction. Uh, I want to see what you think about uh, uh, McConaughey's Lincoln Lawyer. I'm I'm loving that film. It's uh, come back from the dead for me. So uh, hopefully you get a chance to watch it. <laughs> yeah, remind me again. I will. I will. All right. And my track. Uh, this is interesting uh, just because of, um, one, how it came to me, and two, like what's happened with it since. I am very curious, but uh, this is a track released this year uh, by the Canadian artist uh, B... U with two dots over it, L-O-W, Boo And this is uh, Don't Break His Heart. Uh, I've heard this first at work, and I was able to 
Shazam it in time. And I'm actually glad I did because I really like this track. And what's interesting is usually when tracks come into rotation at my job, they stay in rotation a long time. And this one did not. And I'm wondering if it because it has the lyrics uh, like uh, the, got the devil by my side and um, uh, how the hell I'm, I'm wondering if little things like that, like maybe drew uh, customer complaints or something because <laughs> it, it, it usually when a song comes in rotation at work it stays in rotation it's funny like some of the stuff we do have in rotation like we do got a couple of heim tracks which i love um we have gasoline which i'm like uh, nobody has a problem with that okay i guess you know you're not really digging into the lyrics but is it um a michael's radio station or is it like satellite it is um, like a Michael's mix. Uh, they they send. Uh, I don't know how long it is because I swear this some, seems like sometimes like stuff comes shortly, song after another. But we have like these little ad breaks, and they talk about like you know holidays or events that are upcoming, stuff like that. So um, I guess it is this this little like uh, monthly CD they send so um but yeah it's interesting this track i really like it it's really got a good vibe like i said it's uh, bulo don't break his heart and i'm glad i caught it because uh it didn't stay in rotation so i'm glad i figured out what it was before because i would have been like i don't know how the hell i would have figured it out if i didn't uh shazam it when i did <laughs> all right Oh, uh, is that it? <laughs> that know. is it. And right. yeah, already uh, into the first quarter, but uh, happy times. We're up 7, 21, 14. So, uh, so far, so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm up in my uh, stance. I don't know if you've ever seen those memes. Jade sends them to me all the time because that's me. Uh, I'm the person that, especially when it's my team, it feels obviously that much more important to me. I'm always like up during the game, like standing. I've, like, <laughs> I've seen like a bunch of like memes about that, like sports dads and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, that's it. We haven't done a short episode like this in a long time here on the regular uh, Skaterness podcast network. But with that, um, I just didn't have much to watch this week. Next week, we'll probably uh, back to the longer shows. But, uh, well, we Hopefully, will. Uh, like, thank you, lawyer. Uh, I got like three new movies I got to watch. So I don't know. We'll watch see. But um, this week uh, over on the Horror Returns Network, uh, check out the latest action returns when we will be talking about the dumbass con- Tom Cruise Top Gun. And we will be talking about the theaters. What? Ooh. Are you going to be booing in theaters? I don't know, man. This one looks, but this I I just rewatched Top Gun yesterday. Uh, the jet scenes are just uh, not when the actual jets are flying around, just when you see them in the cockpit. And it just looks terrible. Um, but there's no, there's new one. They're in the jets, so I'm excited for it. So I assume this one. Just limit the love. I mean, I love Jennifer Connelly just as much as the next guy, but come on, we don't. They don't need all that. Just give me jets and fighting and 
and, and all that. But um, hopefully, when Cruz uh, first appears, when Cruz first appears, you got to give a, a boo to the crowd. Boo! <laughs> uh, no, but I'm a cheer when uh, Iceman pops in. I don't know if he's in it. There you go. All we saw are those pictures and the pitch. Yeah, yeah. So, but I was probably the pitcher. They did um, say in that ad though that uh, you're the only reason you're here is because of his recommendation. Yeah, because he was uh, he was the instructor uh, when he left, and then I assume he got hurt. I don't know. We'll see in a, in a couple weeks. Oh no, this week, right? Comes out uh, this coming weekend. Wow, Kenobi, Stranger Things, Top Gun, Maverick. What a week of entertainment! Well, I'll tell you, Top Gun, well, Obi Wan first, and then Top Gun, and then. Oh man, I was I was gonna go see Top Gun Thursday night. Ooh, well, I'll be home before midnight. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about Maverick. You better go see it too. We're gonna talk about Maverick next week. Yeah. And uh, whatever, there's a couple of new movies uh, on Shutter and other places. But uh, with that, just um, like and subscribe everywhere: YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram. Um, yeah, and all, and all those. So, but uh, again, shout out to uh, King Castro, Joe, Alex, Russ, Josh, um, Oki Podcast. Uh, all due respect podcasts, uh, Soul Tap and Skoden Cinema, and uh, yeah, shout out to Tyler, uh, Isaiah, love you, brother, get well, uh, uh Toke Signals podcast, uh, and all that, and the venue shrine in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you're out there, I'm sure you guys have been to some, shows, uh, some shows there, awesome little venue. And uh, yeah, listen for me on uh, Classic Wolf Podcast. As soon as I know it's out, I'll start throwing it around everywhere so you guys can listen. Listen, if you've been listening to the show since the beginning, it's nothing new. It's just the same old, my same old story. But since it was new to him, I I had to tell it. But be cool, listen to it, give him a download. And uh, oh, shout out to um, Tatiana. Check out it's just a podcast. Uh, she's uh, back in the back in the saddle again uh, with some new shows. So definitely check her out. And uh, that is it. So we are uh, out of here. So um, until next week, everyone, be safe out there and party on. Yep. Thanks everyone for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, East Society. Go Warriors. Warriors. <laughs>